Chevy. On your marks, on your marks, get steady. Taking my time with it, just like Teddy. Speaking my mind with it, feel it on the levy. On the weekly court, this week's easy. And you connect to the docks, and that's crazy. Show side, move them down, so come and see me. Feel it, red, you know that never be me. Take another look like VAR. You can listen to the Jedi, you see it The content must go far. You can dip on the deep, cause we raise the bar. The show side's hard. Twitter, YouTube, don't get barred. Yo, 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 yo. Quite not going to tell me off if I don't. But boy, that took a lot. Yo, it's the Shellside Podcast, episode 132. And do you know why I'm going to give you that energy on the yo? You know why? No. Because we got a... You don't know why? No. no. There should be no reason. But there is a reason, Jimmy. There oh, is no, a reason. Okay, okay, okay. We have a new recruit. We have Jay in the building. First time... First time pundit. He has listened to the show and he's new. We're going to bring that energy and show that love. Welcome, Jay. Round of applause. Welcome, Jay. And some background music, please. (laughs) So, Jay, Jay, welcome. How are you doing? Thank you very much for the very warm welcome, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here. Cool. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Welcome, Jimmy. How are you doing this evening? No, I'm all right, man. Well, yeah, I'm kind of all right. I'm kind of resigned. Resigned to life. Uh, to life. To I mean, life. Jimmy, there are a lot worse things going on in the world, but no, I no, hate, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. No, no, this, this is, is too it. much pain, man. This, this is, is too it. much this pain. Is it. I know. I know, but but we're going to try and keep it up tempo. I'm going to okay. try and do my best Kwabna impression here. I'm going to do actually my... That's when, he, when he's here. Yeah, I'm doing my anti-Kwabna. This is the anti-Kwabna <laughs> performance. Actually, Actually, Jay on Twitter is pretty, pretty positive. So let's. Um, I try. I try. It's difficult. It's difficult now at the moment, but I try. Yeah. Cool. So tell me something, Jay. Like, I swear I looked at your profile very briefly and I saw, what was it? Something? Was it Enoch or Levy? But it almost that <laughs> like you're a pro or something. So we're going to come on to that, I'm sure, in a second. But I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing. It is what it is. Everyone has an opinion. And that's the beauty of Twitter. That's the beauty of podcasts, right? So mm-hmm. if you've heard the show before, you may have heard when we've got a new recruit, what we do is we find out how spurs they are. So we have some mm-hmm. quick fire questions that we ask them. And that's what we're going to do with you right now. It's only free um, first of all, um, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Where are you from? Because that doesn't sound yeah, like a North well, London accent to me. <laughs> it's like, it's, I was no, going to say, is it where am I, where am I from? Or are we doing like the palace kind of where you from kind <laughs> oh, of thing? Wow. <laughs> and, wow. No, not no, this. not the palace, not the palace. <laughs> not the palace. So I live in, I live in Manchester. Uh, so um, Manchester in the building, like, 0161, stand up. Yeah, 0161. Uh, I, lived, I lived in um, London, uh, North London when I was younger. Um, my parents kind of, um, my dad 
moved around a bit. He's a doctor, so he's kind of locum in right. in different parts of the country. Um, so I was like, you know, around there when I was like four, five, six, and then I moved to Manchester. Um, but it was long enough to have the the Tottenham bug. I was going to say, um, right. you know, as as in like they tried to show me different shirts and stuff. But you know, you you'd already picked your shirt, so my parents would buy me like a United shirt, and I'd be like. I wasn't. I wasn't excited. So there was no excitement as to having a shirt, even though having a, a football shirt, at like six, seven years old, is a big thing. And they would buy me the United shirt, and um, I was just like, "Nah, this, this, this isn't. I'm not really feeling it." Wow. You know, it's like, that so, must have been a that, mad thing yeah, living in Manchester through these years. And they must have been winning fans. as well, man. Was, oh yeah! Oh wow. no! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It was. It was like. It was like. Come on, Euros! Come on, Euros! Don't lose you. That kind of era, like okay. so. United were popping, like green and white shirt. No, green and yellow shirt. Um, you know the little bit oh, of like no, little string. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sharp era, it's when, yeah, yeah, it, the sh- yeah, like literally, I think, Cantona. I think the year or year before, maybe he'd karate kick. Yeah, that was the Cantona. The, the Palace. Well. Yeah, he was yeah, 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 so, so that, was on, as well. that was on my birthday. I'm taking full credit for Cantona's brilliant kick behavior. It was yeah. one, <laughs> one of the best kicks in Premiership history. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's literally. So I've, I've, I'm like over thirty. I like to say twenty eight plus VAT. Mm-hmm. But um, but but so I'd been supporting. Well, I won't get into it, but yeah, so no. that's about when I started getting into. Sports. Well, that's the first question. How long have you supported Spurs? Over twenty years. Okay, and you know what? Like, you're uh, loyal. You're real because living in Manny, yeah, and wow. United doing bits, <laughs> and then yeah. City coming and doing bits, and you stay yeah, yeah. loyal. Yeah, that's mad. You, you, you're um, you don't really pick your team. Your, your team picks you. I've always had that kind of logic. So. I was just I I, I I guess I foolheartedly thought that you know in life you get what you put in you know you, you're like the juice will be worth the squeeze eventually like and you know if you if you're putting that's probably why Gen Z don't give a shit about working you know because it's like because you're putting your effort you're putting your hard work and you'll see you at the other side and it's like well yeah about that mm, yeah not so yeah. much yeah. Well, we, we put in the work and we've got a fantastic stadium that the world loves and multifunctional, multipurpose. And we are just an element of Enoch and one of the people that will use the stadium. That's the way it We're is. We're one of the entertainment of branches. I told you this. Yeah, I, said, yeah, I, I was did, the one that made that point. We're one of the entertainment <laughs> branches. We're just one of their multifaceted um, entertainment entertainment offerings that's it yeah you're right you're right it's looking more and more that way jimmy so jay tell me what is your all-time five-a-side team spurs obviously your all-time spurs five-a-side team and don't do what jimmy did and try and have Mm. kane and hoddle in goal don't do that yeah no it's a tough one because i didn't I didn't. I didn't really see Hoddle. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I see like the, the, the late eighties team, early nineties team. I didn't really get to see them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Klinsman was kind of the Klinsman end of that first Klinsman era where he saved us from relegation. That's kind of when I kind of was coming in mm-hmm. to the team. So I'll use that as the benchmark. So I'd probably say Hugo in net. Yeah. The, the thing is, is that the other 
the other three players are pretty set in my head. It's Dembele, Kane, Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, that's that's those three. No. So it basically just leaves one defender. Okay. Could I just say not in Dembele? Yeah, you say. <laughs> Dem, Dem, Dem Musa. Ah, ah. Musa just making sure. Just making sure. Let, let me just allocate <laughs> my words properly, just in case. It might be that it might be their northern accent. Um, the centre back is hard because I saw a bit of Mabbit. Um, I saw a bit of Mabbit, and I, I liked it. I liked what I saw. It was a bit. It was, you know, a bit. He'd been enjoying the roast dinners a bit, <laughs> like when I when he got to, when he got to my time. He, I don't know if it, that was it, just your time. Yeah, nah, nah, like, come on, man. Remember you know the first game? Like, he was a skinny it, kid, man. Yeah, I think I call him like barrel chested. Yeah. You know, like he was, he was no, a bit barrel no, chested Nick by the time I saw him. Was barrel chested. Yeah, no, 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 no. Barnby was pigeon chested. You gotta, we got, we gotta, we gotta get the, we gotta get the right curvature. Um, so I would say, um. Ledley, Ledley or Toby? Um, I know Toby. Like, but I really remember watching Toby thinking, mm. and because the thing with Ledley was, whilst it was almost an, an, an like, absent makes the heart grow fonder. He was a defender that we all looked at as in what he could have been mm-hmm. um, because of injuries, rather than per se specifically what he was, and he was a good defender. But if you look at the time and the level that the team was at, I think it would be, I think it would be a little disingenuous because of the level of where that side was really at, in comparison to some of the sides we've had since. Do you think he was elevated maybe, more so because we were a poor side? That's what I'm thinking. Is that what you said? I think, I, I think he was elevated because we were a yeah. poor side, and I think he was elevated because he didn't have to play every single game, and that lack of game meant that the consistency needed to call you a great. He didn't have to deliver that. We filled in the gaps for him. That's not to say he couldn't have been or he wasn't. It's just to say the absence of that allows us to colour in the gaps and give him a more glowing thing. Like Arsenal talk about Diaby sometimes. They don't truly treat him on what he was. They treat him on his best elements and then what he could have been. So because of that, I have to give it to Toby because he played in the 16-17 team which got 86 points, which is our record points total. He was part of the Champions League side that, reached, uh, that made the Champions League final. So, based on that, I would have to give Toby the spot in the defence in my yeah, five-a-side. Ledley has is a your trophy. Team, <coughs> yeah, it's your team. It's your team. <laughs> but we're going to fight over Ledley. But, yeah. but your second point, I never looked at it like that with the absence and the greatness element of it. But, Everything else, I'm like, mm, uh, we, another day, we're going to do the Ledley yeah. conversation. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but it's not today because that's your team and that team's going <laughs> to do all right still. That team will okay. do all right. It, it, it might do better than mine. Mine might, might just outscore <laughs> it. That's what it'd have to do. <laughs> Possibly. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the green and yellow of United. What was your mm-hmm. favourite Tottenham Hotspur um, shirt? I, I, think I, I think I had... I think I had three that I really, really liked. Obviously, the Holston one with the blue collar, with the actual collar. That was that's FA Cup final Classico. kit. Yeah, yeah. That, no, no, no. Later yeah. on, later on. The, the one, 94, I think, 94, like 1995, 94, 95, yeah, 94, yeah. 95 kind of era. Nice it had the collar. Think, think, think Willem Corston. Yeah. Oh, William Corston. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you remember that kit yeah. that he wore? Yeah, yeah? that I kit that. was nice. The, 
1617 kit was nice. Well, the home the one kit. Where we played, yeah. The home kit, the one we played in before we left, like that, that kind of with V. Was it? I thought was it. V-Let? Was a touch of yellow. Did it have a touch of yellow? Did it have its stripe? I just remember like oh, the, the boys are really one. good in it. Oh, the stripe one, right? Yeah, oh, it was right. a stripe tire, one. I was the like, the boys. One. Yeah, the boys look really good in it. And I really kind of like. Do you remember that goldy brown away kit we had a few years ago? They only wore yeah. it a couple of times though. They didn't wear it much. Yeah, I. Like, 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 honestly, like it belonged in Madame Tussauds or something. Like, don't touch it. What the hell? Like, but it was, it was nice. When Wait, which placed, one? The gold nice. one or the brown one? I well, it was. I thought it was gold because the gold was sixteen seventeen as well, wasn't it? It was round. Go, so. go, go, see, do you see what it is? I'm associating the fact that we did well yeah, in that I can season see, I can see. with my favorite kit. I'm so I'm so easily pleased. Do you know we what I mean? Musa, I like, we got Toby. We got sixteen seventeen <laughs> twice yeah. now. Hey, but, but, but but that's that's the, the point is is that like I, I will go back we will go back on another stream but I'm always like objectively that is the best Spurs side in in my lifetime. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yes, Fair the enough. other side won the t- won a, won, a, won a trophy, but I don't see how winning the League Cup makes you makes you better than accumulating eighty six points over a thirty eight okay. game season. When you're at Wembley and you see your team score in the last minute to win a trophy, yeah. come back and speak to me. That's a, that's that's something that never come back, never. Okay, no, absolutely. <laughs> but then, but would you would you say that winning a league cup would make you feel more than so when that league cup yeah. win was that better than um, Ajax because Mora? Um, it's on par. To be fair, to be honest, so so you're fair, basically telling yeah. me a moment in a semi final scoring a goal was on a par with winning yeah, a trophy. Into his trap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, I'm I mean, sorry. I mean, it's valid point. It's valid point. Both are valid points, right? Obviously, this is the thing. We've had top four for a few seasons now, and it's what happened to the boys down the road. And mm-hmm. it was like, at least they were winning FA Cups every now and again. We weren't winning anything or haven't won anything whilst finishing the top four. Yeah. And you could argue the top four is the trophy. Yes, some of those seasons we mm-hmm. put in a challenge or applied the pressure, however you want to look at it, and um, didn't get over the line. And we have nothing to show for it on paper. Um, history doesn't remember runners up, unfortunately. But your point is valid. They yeah, were very is. strong sides, and, we, and we speak side. on those sides We're often. Very unlucky. Now we, yeah, we always go back to those sides, right? And and for that reason, I have to warn you now, Jay, that there is a fine on this pod for mentioning the the, the manager from that period of time. Okay, yeah. got you. Because okay. we reminisce on that ta- that era quite a lot, and. I get it, but mm-hmm. we didn't bring home the goods. So I, I, don't worry, AB. I, I, I will. I will refer to it affectionately as the trophies build ego era. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Love that. Love that. So I guess I mean that was fun. I actually enjoyed that, Jay. You know your Spurs, mm-hmm. um, loyal. Yeah, as we mentioned. But I guess we got to talk about. I don't know <laughs> this this time that we're in now as Spurs fans, um, mm-hmm. and I mean you touched on it. Like we all know what happened over the weekend. We lost to Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, we played a game whereby typical Spurs, kind of away from home, hit the side on the counter. Is what we do under Conte, mm-hmm. and we looked effective enough. We created chances. It's enough. We hit the woodwork mm-hmm. a couple of times, um, but we weren't able to score and we weren't able to put them away. 
as a result. And you always sense that with the possession that the likes of a Wolves side have, even though they're a bit blunt up front, that they would apply pressure. Mm-hmm. And we're not the best at dealing with pressure always. Um, and we succumbed to a goal that probably we shouldn't have conceded. Forster parried one earlier into the middle of the goal, got away with it. He parried one, I think, last week or the week before into the Mm -hmm. middle and got away with it. This time, he didn't get away with it. We didn't get away with it. Mm -hmm. Troy had his best moment in the last two years in a wolf shirt by Mm -hmm. karate kicking almost (laughs) the volley into the goal and that was it, 1-0. And as much as Poro played as well and probably looked the best Poro we've seen, especially in the attacking sense, um, and unlucky to score, we couldn't get the points. And that is now our fourth away defeat on the trot, I think it is. Mm. I feel like maybe we, we've, we got some result. I feel like Fulham wasn't four away games ago. That was the fifth. So we've had... That was actually a six, because if you include Preston, okay. so it went Fulham, oh, Sheffield, Preston, yeah. I'm including Milan, I'm including Sheffield, I'm including Leicester okay, fair enough. Yeah, and yeah, fair, Wolves. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, fair. So it's kind of a tricky position um, mm-hmm. that we're in at the moment. And we're, we're gathering some results. We get momentum. Like, like If you listen to last week's pod, Kwabna was telling you that we're going to win the league and the <laughs> FA Cup. And tongue-in-cheek, as it may, obviously tongue-in-cheek read the league, but his point was, I guess, that we can still do something in the league. And mm. there, there was obviously an opportunity to win the FA Cup. We had a favourable draw. Let's not get it twisted. We had a favourable draw. And Mm -hmm. we had and have a favourable draw in the um, Champions League. Mm -hmm. But this Spurs side is leaving us two wins away from waxing lyrical and and starting to believe or two two defeats away or two bad results away from feeling like, I don't know, the sky is falling to you a little. So... I'm going to say, ask you both. I'm going to ask you first, Jay. Where are you with Spurs right now? And mm-hmm. do we need to consider um, the table or the context of the league? And is that making matters worse for Spurs? So, um, I think the game was... I've had the chance to think about the game afterwards and take my time and think. Because immediately afterwards, it was pure apathy. Like, ugh. You know, I'm, this is so... But when I look at the game with, like, rested eyes and without the... Because I was still very mad at the team from, from, from the Sheffield United game. Yeah. So it was very difficult to be objective about the Wolves game while you still were very annoyed about the team about uh, about the Wednesday game. Yeah. Because if you take it together, you're like, oh, my, the team is in terrible form. If you take it in isolation, you say, well, we played a game against the Wolves team who are in... Oh, pretty decent form. They've upturned since the managers come in. They're solid. They're hard to break down. They're competitive. They packed Liverpool there 3-0 a few weeks ago. True. Um, you know, so they're not... There's no easy games in Barclays. Like, there's none. There's literally none. Maybe maybe Bournemouth at home is, is an easy game. Like, you can classify that as a, as a game that's a guaranteed W. But, yeah? yeah? But Only aside from that, look that. at what they did to Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, they took Arsenal to the brink. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's not even... Even Bournemouth at home is not calm, calm, calm. It's like Everton can come, and if you're not paying attention, you're 1-0 down. So, 
I looked at it and I said, 60 minutes, we hit the crossbar with a free kick, Son hit the bar, you know, we had a number of half chances. We really should have scored. And then you get the, okay, this is now the manager's fault because you could feel the our control of the game. Yeah, I agree with away. that. I saw some of yeah, it. Going, going away, it's easing away, it's easing away. Same shit, same shit happened against Sheffield United. They, when they brought on Sander Berg, when they brought on a couple of their first teamers, the game was shifting. So immediately now, I almost think this is a cathartic moment because when Conte arrived at the club, it was the Lucas Moura substitution that kind of kick-started his entry into, into Nuno being everyone booing, everyone going mad, and mm-hmm. it's Conte. And ironically, I feel it's the Nuno, it's the it's the Lucas substitution again, right, which has lost him the fan base's support as much as even the people me who's a content inner, I'm like, man, like, you know, Richarlison on the bench, Dan Juma on the bench, and you bring on Lucas. Lucas isn't at the club next season. And it's this decision making. And I just want to be very brief on this. I remember watching against Leicester Tanganga playing. And I said, you know what? I'm not gonna be annoyed about Tanganga playing because for the club there's no chance Sanchez plays here next season. None. I hear you. Whereas with Tanganga, from a homegrown point of view, there might be a small chance he might be here next yeah. season. I hear that. Yeah. Likelihood that so, we keep him. Yeah. As a sixth. Yeah, defender. just for homegrown yeah. reasons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so in this game against Leicester, I understand why you would play Tanganga, even though I would definitely play Sanchez. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But you do not use that logic when you send Gil on loan and keep Lucas, and you do not use that logic when you bring Lucas on when you have Dan Juma and Richarlison. So now I'm like, okay, this is erratic thinking. There's not, you're not doing the same thing consistently across everything, and that's now unfair to the players. Can I just add one, uh, to guess devil's advocate, or one idea on that point? Did he bring on, he brought on Lucas for Klaseski, right? Yeah, so you might think he's back up right wing, maybe. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only logical thing I can think of because I'm with you. Uh, I'm a Lucas fan, but he's not on it right now. So, well, I agree with you, but by the same token, when Dan Juma came on Mm -hmm. against Sheffield United and had five or six or seven minutes on the right wing, he looked good. He looked like he could make something happen. He looked excited. So, whilst I take on board completely, when when Lucas started against Sheffield United. I said exactly what you said. He's the backup right winger. I can see why he started. Mm. But when Dan Juma comes on and has a good game, and to the point where Son wasn't even Son wasn't having such a good game that he should, he had to stay against on. Sheffield. He could, even against Wolves, okay. he could have taken Son off. Mm-hmm. Just because Son hit the bar doesn't mean he's coming any closer for the rest of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> like so, so you can take Son off. For Dan Juma, you can take Son on for Richarlison. A big point that people are missing is the team that the team that won those games in a row, yeah, like was winning. And then you take Richarlison out and you put Son in, and now we're losing again. Because against Chelsea, Richarlison yeah. started. Against West Ham, Richarlison started. Now you take him out, you play against Sheffield United, Son starts, we lose. 
Who played worse? Sorry, who played worse against Sheffield United, Son or Richarlison? Oh, Richarlison, definitely. But but and I get why. And it's I, I feel like it's almost arbitrary the moaning that I'm doing because it's like it's it's like at 60, 65 minutes in that game, you bring Lucas on and we concede a goal afterwards. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's almost like against Wolves, it's like you you had the opportunity to not lose that game. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, we had a lot of... We had, like you mentioned, when he pushed it out earlier on, we had warning signs. Yeah, Traore, they side-footed it after someone gave... I think it was Hoiberg gave the ball away. Mm-hmm. And they nearly scored. And it was like, we had warnings. And I think the thing for me is, is that... Have you mentally checked out, Conte? Like, have, have you checked out? Because... That those were the those were that was the tactical performance of somebody that doesn't care. Like those, that's like me on Football Manager when I'm when I'm when I'm having a cheeky cig outside the window <laughs> and I'm and I'm pressing play and I've not paused it and I've come back and I'm two 0 down because I wasn't marking it set pieces. It's like, am I, I, do you want to win this game or are you just playing it for the sake of playing it? And and last season he rallied us, he pushed us. And this season, it's almost like there's so many decisions the manager's made. And I can't, I just can't tell whether it's because of the quality of players at his disposal or because he's not made the right tactical decisions. It's it's so knife-edge for me. I just, because I watch him against Leicester and I'm like, well, if these are the rotation options, I get it. But then I watch him not make changes against Wolves and I'm like, we need to make changes. But then I'm like, well, we lost 4-1 against Leicester. So is that... I just don't know. Jay, very and good that's point. that's where I'm at great points. Yeah, I'm going to let Jimmy speak, but I think it's unanimous that Conte has underused his side, the squad he has. I think that's unanimous. And it's coming back to bias in the backside um, now. But Jimmy, what, what, what do you make of the weekend? And where are you currently with Spurs? Where I'm currently with Spurs is... As Conte... Lost the dressing room. I'm at that point. It doesn't look... They play well, but it doesn't look like they're desperate. They, they, they really, really want to grind out this win. They really, really want to put in that extra tackle. They really, really want to make that extra, extra run back, you know, that recovery run to stop the other team. It's, it's as if they're, they're good players, so they go through the motions. And because they're good players, it looks like they're at a level. And they can't go below that level because they're good players. But this is their base. And they're not really trying. That's what I'm seeing. I mean, there's no excuse to lose to Sheffield United. Not even Sheffield United's first side, first team. And there's no excuses. You know, even with the team they put out. What's the excuses for us losing to Sheffield United? That's it. I have none. It's... it's I'm thinking the dressing room has to be lost because you've got to try. That's, that's, that's the baseline for football. You've got to try and win the game. And if I'm a good player and I'm playing against a player that I know is several runs down the talent ladder, ladder I'm going to embarrass him. I'm going to make a difference. I'm, even if I don't have to do anything special, I'm going to go and make chances. I'm going to do what, what makes me and my team dangerous in this game. Because the the goal is to score a goal. That's the only goal in football. Score goals, don't let any in. Yeah? 
and we, we're, we're just not playing in a way that it looks like that's what we want to do. We want to do nice patterns. We want to put the kick it from side to side. But well, it's not nice patterns. I feel it's not that it's not nice patterns. But I feel like the freedom, the creative freedom in the team, is restricted by Conte's automation and by Conte's um, micromanagement. Right? Yeah. He dictates exactly how and what we do. That's why he's so vocal on the sideline. That's why his training sessions are long. That's why he went in double sessions. It's macro management, right? Sorry, micro management. And I feel like, a bit like Joe's under Jose, where we were fortunate under Conte last season and in previous years, Jose, we had precision. We were finely tuned up top. Yeah. Kane and Son partnership grew and blossomed. Dangerous. Yeah, it was, but didn't need many chances. Nope. Look at the XG. They talk of Son's XG, and we're seeing Son's XG flatten out now, um, completely flat. And he's having his worst season in the last five or six years. By, he's having his worst season. Far. But there's such a dependency on that understanding, that relationship. So we could be solid. And we could get a goal or two. And we know it's like, had we got a goal or two against Wolves, the game would have been different. But yeah. Like Jay touched on, the energy started to shift, momentum started to build, right? We didn't get that goal. So I feel like we are a bit blunt. It, there's no coincidence that in our last four away games, we've only scored one goal. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. Th- that's not a coincidence. We shouldn't be blunt up top because we have one of the best strikers of his generation. We have... The mm-hmm. best player that South Korea's ever produced. Yeah? Asia. Yeah, Asia. Asia. The whole like, yeah. Asia has ever produced. We've got we've got a young Swedish winger, right, that looks like he's a he's he's gotta be the class of his generation in Sweden. He looks mm-hmm. like he's a great player. Or should be. Then we have the Charleston, who's the number nine for Brazil. Brazil, not a joke mm-hmm. Brazil either. A decent Brazil side. With those four up front against any opposition, we shouldn't be blunt. There's no excuse. But for I'm going to give blunt. you this. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you the excuse. Son's off form. Maybe overplayed. Maybe tired. Maybe age, father time, travel is catching up with him. Right? He doesn't miss many games in Korea. Yeah. There's, Alpha, there's one factor that you didn't put in there. There's, there's one factor that you've not you've not mentioned, and I think this is probably the most important factor, in my personal opinion. Go. Harland comes to England, yeah. Harland comes to England. Yeah. Now Harry Kane wants to score more goals, yeah. What's Harry Kane's number of assists this season in compared to Harry Kane's it's number dropped. of assists next yeah. season, last season? Where's Harry Kane playing positionally in comparison to where he was playing Further last season? Up top, yeah. yeah. So where is Son running into when Perisic is running down the wing, yeah. trying to get into that position, and Kane staying up top? He's closing his space. To... His space is closed. Yeah. yeah, and that is that is, and he's tripping over the ball. Yeah, 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 he's tripping over 100%. the ball so much. I don't know what's going on. And that's a valid point because we saw when Kane drops into that hole against Leicester when he scored the hat trick, against West mm-hmm. Ham the other week when he scored the second goal, um, Spurs the second goal. Kane in that mm. hole is dangerous because it takes one touch. Mm. Some t- sometimes 
Mostly two, yeah, but sometimes one, one touch. touch. Yeah. As we saw against Aston Villa, the header through ball. Even the bar, ch- even the bar chance against Wolves. Yeah, again, Kane dropping deep, Son yeah. running behind in that inside left position. So now, I mean, that's a, that's a valid point because Son not being on Song is massive. Um, Leroy mm. always says when Son plays well, Tottenham play well, yeah. and that's fact. Richarlison's been underused yeah. and yes he's started the last two games and he's looked a bit messy and scraggedy but mm-hmm. he's done well for us in terms of the team goal he doesn't mm-hmm. hold the ball up so well no. and you mentioned no. he's a number nine for Brazil Jimmy and he is and he looks mint for Brazil especially in the World Cup but if you notice the way he played for Brazil he's at the end of everything yeah. not so much in build up play and Richarlison loves too many flicks and tricks and rolling and trying to get round the other side. He's Brazilian, isn't it? <laughs> he is. He is. But we need a bit more Brazilian. That if you're gonna do it, it's got to work no, no, at no. least eight out of ten times. We need Brazilian. That's what we need. <laughs> yes. So I feel like that's part of the problem. I feel like the the reliance on, especially Kane and Son, it meant that you didn't need to go and buy a number ten according to the powers that be, um, because we had a hybrid 9-10 and we had Son hybrid um, 7-9. So now that, i.e., one's either staying up front a bit more, one's a bit tired, one's got no space to play, and we are playing a system where we're happy to not um, dominate possession. And... Sometimes we can't get a foothold in the game. Sometimes when we lose the momentum, we can't regain a foothold in the game. Yeah. And I believe that if we had a traditional 10, mm-hmm. someone who takes the ball from literally sometimes the centre-backs, yeah. what Hoybier wants to do, mm. but you know the one that dictates the play, dictates the tempo. I've gone on about oh. this, and we've not had this since yeah. Ericsson and prior to that Modric. Yeah. Somebody who yeah. is cultured on the ball, who can give it and go to dictate the the yeah. direction, the tempo, yeah. yeah, everything. A real mm. midfield maestro. Yeah. Um, yeah. That allows us to always be in a game. Always allows us to create chances as well. Yeah. Mm. And even if it's somebody off the bench who can do that, that would be helpful. Well, well, you say that, but by the same token, you know, all our all our players that are capable of doing that are on loan. Well, yeah. well. That's another story. That's another story. I mean, do you know? Do you know because it. it's, 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 you got to look at it from the point of view of saying, "Well, everything." I agree with everything that you're saying, but does Antonio Conte? And this is where, and I, I'm sure we'll derive onto this point eventually, where it's like some of these players are being made to look worse players because of this yeah. system. Some of these players are much better players than this system are showing. Are they very good Antonio Conte system players? Maybe not. But I tell you, you give the same squad for Sudoki coming in, give the same squad to a Deserbi, give the same squad to somebody who's more front-footed and give them a couple of centre-backs. I swear to God, you could even bring people like Winks back and Lacelso <laughs> back and the team would be popping because you cannot look at that Brighton side where we have better players in every literally position, every yeah. position. Every single position we have better players even McAllister, who everyone's like, oh, 70 million, yeah. couldn't get in an Argentina team above Lo Celso. Yeah, he was on the bench true. until That's Lo Celso was injured. Yeah, but I promise you, when Brighton go to sell 
McAllister, they're going to say 7,000 million pounds. And then we'll be here and we'll be like, can we have some magic beans and some chewing gum for La Celso? And we won't even be able to get that because La Liga clubs will be like, we're broke. I'm sorry. Here's three magic beans and a loan to buy on Foyth or yeah. something like that. So we're buying back Foyth. He's the only Villarreal player I could think of on the top of my head. Him or Kapuwe. <laughs> No. Oh, yeah. You know what? I should have gone for yeah. Kapuwe or Coquelin or something. Coquelin. Oh, come that's how on, man. It's gone too far. Injured Coquelin on loan. too far. By an injured cock. No, an injured cock for a, a wounded cock. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, valid points. I mean, that's another bugbear of mine, the fact that we can't sell a player. Um, that's that's a bugbear. But I'm channeling my best Kwabna here. We are fourth. We... I wouldn't say we hold deceit. We are in possession of deceit. Liverpool are a win away from taking that seat. Brighton are, nine, are three wins away from taking mm. that seat. Um, Newcastle are, I think, two wins away, maybe, from yeah. taking that seat. So, we don't own it. Oh. Yeah. How And we potentially let opportunities slip by it like we, we we've done with the FA Cup but we're still fourth um we're still in the Champions League barely is it worse for us that we're fourth inconsistent them not down the road are probably going to win the league why are you saying Man, that United have won why, a trophy why, 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 why are you saying that why are you saying why that? I'm not saying that yeah it's March just, 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 don't have to say that. I'm saying that because they've not shown me any signs of relenting. I know they've gone down and they've come back, but they've shown desire and winning yeah. mentality and they're scoring but, but, goals. Uh, the, the only thing is, I, the only thing I would say to support what James is saying is, is that they still got to go to Liverpool and they still got to go to City. And you know so what? If they lose those two games. Like City, City is still in control. So that's the only reason. This is my therapy. Are, this is my therapy. Too much. Too much. Honestly, these last minute—I can't believe it. Luck. Last minute, Jorginho. Yeah. Last minute, last minute, Enketia. Last minute, Emmy Martinez. Even Emmy Martinez is trying to help them win the league. <laughs> yeah, so last minute, Emmy Martinez. Last minute, Reese Nelson. They're using their like they are clinging on. When? To the yeah, team. I hear you. Like, like, Reese like, Nelson had retired. I swear, I didn't even know he was still right. playing. Ah, listen. I listened to a brilliant podcast called Revisionist History, Malcolm Gladwell. For those who don't know, get to know. It's brilliant. And the reason I mention that is because if Arsenal do win the league, right, and it's not an Arsenal podcast, I'm just going to say this and move on. But no, if they do win the league in two, three years' time, when they review the season, they will look Mm -hmm. back at those three results you've mentioned and they won't Mm -hmm. put them down to luck. They will put them down to winning mentality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the, the point I'm making. However, I say this to say that I also put money on them to win. So if they do win, I win. Yeah, I need this for my mental health, my emotional health. I I hedge. Mm-hmm. So when I say that they're probably going to win the league, I pray that you they hope. don't. Yeah. But I have money on them to win the league. And yeah, throw throw paper at me, throw stones at me. But I tell you what, if they mm. do win the league, I'll go and buy myself a pair of trainers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, just, I, I appreciate that. You'll have blood on your feet and blood on your hands. <laughs> exactly. <man>. Exactly. But <laughs> tainted, they're, they're in the title tainted, race. Tainted money. Oh, that's... T- oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I will walk on tainted money. I mean... But, that, but, 
but the thing is, AAB, that the, a lot of the thing is like I, I appreciate that our fan base is definitely a bit more emotional because of where Arsenal yeah. are. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, you know, most most pundits, most people thought that out of all the teams that was going to make the big stride forward to close the gap on the top two, it was going to be us. Yeah. This season, most people thought that. Mm. Um, we've not made the gap. We've not made the step forward, and I think that's. That's rattled a lot of the fan base, but for me, when you when you just pause, like you said, you know, it's funny that you can say we're fourth and this and that, and I almost think that it's less it's less valid about being fourth, and it's more valid about the fact the league is hard if you're not an exceptional side, you know, and we're not an excellent side at the moment, you know, we have to fight for everything that we can do, and when the energy level drops, when the concentration levels drop, when the focus drops, we drop as a side, as a, as 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 a team, and you know the mentality isn't there yet. The and I, the biggest reason why I'm potentially Conte out, and not even out, I'm just like let's not renew in the summer. It's not even out. I'm not like get out. I'm not like Ryan Mason. Get 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 yeah, yeah, get yeah. your whistle. You're taking training. Do you know what I mean? I'm not at that he, point. But he does take training. Uh. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Fuck it. Take training, right? Um, but it's that I look at the different teams and I say fully-fledged Ten Hag ball, fully-fledged Arteta ball, fully-fledged when Chelsea get a competent manager, <laughs> Pep ball, yeah? Those four different teams, yeah? And then I bring Conte ball. And I say, you give Conte everything that he wants, yeah? Is he going to be able to finish above those teams? And the biggest damning thing that you mentioned, and it's always the fans. The fans are always going so mad. Enoch, you bastards. You know, we've got no centre-backs. We didn't lose to Wolves and Sheffield United because of the defence. Yeah, we didn't lose to those teams because of the defence. We didn't score a goal. So why is anybody talking about the defence in this moment? We didn't score a goal. Mm. So that's the biggest black mark to Conte for me. It's okay. We bring you two centre backs that you need. We bring you Dogi. Now, why all of a sudden are we going to be able to now always be consistent on the other side? When's the last time you saw City or even United go these number of games without scoring? United are playing Garnacho, Veghorst, you know, Anthony. Rashford, their yeah. options aren't better yeah. than ours. Do you know they're 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 score, they're, they're scoring goal even when you break down our goals set piece goals like moments of brilliance from certain players things like that now this is what concerns me we we give Conte two good centre backs yeah but how is that going to solve okay maybe they break from the back better but but say against Wolves the passing was fine uh-huh. passing from the back was great for an hour I think you said earlier about um the 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 um the forwards being in each other's way, yeah, I agree with that. It looks like it's square pegs in round holes. You know, the players the players that should play in those positions aren't playing in the correct positions. You tell Kane, okay, Kane, you got you're a great passer. Step back into midfield. One, it could it could help our midfield position. He's not going to do the running, but he's going to be there and thereabouts, and he does close down a little bit. Right, he's going to be there and thereabouts. <laughs> And his passing is great, yeah. On his day, he could put, he could put his head up and and pick a pass. Give Son space to run into. 
the thing is, Kane will still get his quota of goals. That's the thing that angers me. He will still get his quota of goals because everyone's clever enough to make sure that he's, and he's clever enough to make sure he's in the right positions to get shots on goal anyway, even if he's playing a bit deeper. But the way, the way Conte's setting up, it's like he's just, he's just putting the players in positions where I don't think it's best for them. You know, starting with the midfield, I think us losing the midfield half the games is not the way forward. It's just really frustrating because we have got the squad. We have got the players. It's just that... Well... I think we do. Who? No, I was going to say, who would you play in midfield? Saar, Skip and um, Hoybier? What, right now? Right now. Right now. You're yeah, right now. Probably. I, I like Saar. I think Saar does his job. Skip's playing... Play, Skip Skip gives energy. Skip, I like him, and his feet are twice as big as um, they. <laughs> you and this as they Skip. <laughs> twice as big as they should be. I like, but that's not, that's not his I, fault. I, go sorry. <laughs> no, I like Skip because other than Saar, I feel like he, he makes better angles. Yeah, like he 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 can make slightly more progressive angles. Whereas Saar is still a little bit reserved in terms of his breaking and his passing, yeah, breaking I past think, the ball I think, I think and stuff like that, and his passing. I think he's been told, look, you sit, you sit and pass. Yeah, you know, keep what well, you, you know, and you're probably right because I remember when I was watching Bazuma the other day, and I was like, okay, the guy's not necessarily got the greatest passing yeah. range per se. I don't think he's a, a particularly fantastic offensive no. passer, but when you're watching him pass sideways and backwards, you're like. This has got to be yeah. by design. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You're like, this This can't be. I'm telling you. Do you know what I mean? As in like, is, is this is this our semblance <laughs> of trying to play possession football? Is this what, is this, is this first, like, is this what possession football looks like? And this is what, this is what I mean. I'm watching, I'm watching like nice patterns. I'm watching intensity. I'm watching Deserby and I'm thinking, Jesus, what? <laughs> is this what? Is this what? Like, I was watching the Brighton Rondo video, like, you know, like a training yeah, yeah, Rondo. Yeah. And I, oh my, sit, it looked like they had the Avengers in there chasing those balls. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. believe but it. But let's not, let's not talk about Deserby and Brighton. You, I don't know why you're speaking about them because he's up the level from what Potter was doing. Yeah. Everyone's playing Bro. for him. It doesn't matter who's coming in. You've got players for 2 million, 500,000 yeah. coming in and looking world class. And, and rightly so. But again, the context of the league. Um, Ten Hag, you touched on Ten Hag ball. The context of the league. Man United have won a trophy. We looked at Ten Hag. Mm-hmm. Whether Ten Hag turned around and said, nah, you're not for me because I know you're not going to back me. And Conte came in. But that was a possibility that we could have had Ten Hag. We could have won the Carabao Cup. I'm not saying it's, everything's going to be equal, him coming in here and him going into United, because obviously they spunk 70 million or whatever it was, 90 million on um, Anthony, 70 million on Casemiro, and obviously had others. But he is the manager that was there that played an expansive brand of football, more expansive brand of football than Conte. Um, Liverpool now, this is a season really for me, an opportunity whereby we should have cemented forth, even though... We've had our problems. Mm. Even though we've had our problems, that Chelsea side is cack. Liverpool (laughs) have been shocking, especially in that period without Van Dijk. And even with Van Dijk. With Van Dijk, they're shocking. (laughs) Nunes couldn't hit a barn door. We knew he was coming. We didn't make hay hay while the sun shines. This is the point. Nunes looked 
you knew he was going to score because he was doing everything other than scoring, in all fairness. Yeah. Anyone who'd seen Gakpo knew that he had a goal in him. His Dutch player was mm. going to be technically Gakpo's gifted. A player. Yeah. Mm. So, and you could see what they were trying to do in recreating that forward line, similar to what they had in their heyday. But that said, Liverpool still can't defend well. That midfield doesn't have the energy. They hit United for seven. That can happen in this league. But they, See, hold I know, on, hold I know, on, hold I know. Could I just say something, right? One, on. the form of the two sides coming into that game, right? The form of the two sides coming into that game. I know. Who, who wrote that script? Because they need sacking. Right. They need sacking. That's madness. Clock did. Yeah. So, but the thing, but the thing is, James, is that, like, honestly, that was. I feel very, I want to say almost identical to our Bayern loss. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, as in, like, what happened in that game? Yeah, the 7-2. Oh. Oh, the 7-2, the I think. Yeah. It's, what happened in that game is exactly the same. They Once Liverpool just started shooting and scoring and shooting and scoring, and it just felt like every shot they were having. To be fair, the Bayern game, nah, that, the finishing wow. was disgusting. I felt like bad, I was like, well, well, why are you doing this to me today? Why? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that, that's coming. Jay, hold that thought. Wrap it up. Put it in a yeah. bubble. Lock it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah. Put that. Put that to the side. Ten Hag is one of these managers where. <laughs> Sorry, I know you told me to wrap it up, but I'm saying like, for me, it's like, do you remember AVB? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when we started getting spanked by a certain number of Liverpool goals? Liverpool 6-1, wasn't it? Yeah, and we, and we couldn't stop uh, it. See, United, they're not at that level, no. yeah? But what I'm saying is is that when you concede 6 to City, when you concede 7 to, to Liverpool, when you concede 4 to Brentford, 3 to Brighton, and it could have been more, um, 3 to Villa as well, they've conceded... So, and this defence, one could argue... That they would not buy a, a defender this summer. Yeah. One could make that yeah. argument that they wouldn't yeah. buy a defender. They might buy someone to replace Maguire or something, but one would make the argument that this defense, if I look at the team that the players they've got, and somebody's like, okay, who are you going to buy? Well, okay, maybe you'll buy J- Jeremy Frimpong. Yeah. yeah. And then, but you'll have to sell Dallow or yeah. Basaka. Yeah. And if you, if you sell Dallow, okay, you buy a player, somebody who might be marginally better than him going forward, but would have somewhat similar deficiencies defensively yeah, to I it. agree. And then, and, but if you sell AVB, you lose the really solid, defensively yeah. solid option. So well, you probably well, have to sell Dallow. Although lot for a top-class defender, I have to say. It does, <laughs> but the thing is, he's like, he's like their Emerson. Like you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to have Emerson. You wouldn't want to oh, have well, Coro and Doherty, yeah. would you? Don't you listen, yeah, no. royalty oh. now, Emerson now, yeah, yeah. Emerson right now. Is our most valuable player he's up the level? He doesn't, he doesn't oh, start the these levels. two games. We lose these two games. Oh, I'm, I, I don't, dis- I don't disagree. But that's my point with this United team now. It's something I'm just looking at. I'm like, this defense isn't really going to improve for them. It, because it, it, the Martinez, Varane, um, Shaw, Dallow, whatever. That's your defense. Yeah, they're, they're unlikely to-, to improve or try and buy players that are going yeah, to. I, I say, I say, sure, yeah. Varane and Martinez. 
that's what you see. I mean, as in, like, so this is their defense. I say big back Phil Jones, man. I love that guy. Still there? He hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, I know he's still there, man. No, no, no. If you look at the midfield for them as well, you look at Casemiro, you look at Fred, you know, you look at. Uh, Tomine, but he came on. But you say, look at Rashford. Obviously, they're going to buy a forward. You look at Anthony. So if I look at that team that played against Liverpool well. and lost seven 0 I'd say about nine of those players, Bruno as well. So I'm saying nine of those players, I would expect to start. Yeah, the first game yeah. of next season. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, do you see what I mean? So to me, that's a big black mark because it's like you're only bringing in two players into that first team at most in my opinion. And I'm like, so you think that's not going to happen again? That will happen again. Because these players, half of these players lost 6-1 to us. So are you saying that Ten Hag is not the guy? I'm saying that despite, despite Ten Hag doing a very good job this season for United, that you've also got other things like player erodation. Like, obviously, Shaw's been quite fit this season. Is he going to be as fit next season? Varane, another year on the clock. Casemiro, another year on the clock. Does Anthony break out to the level he needs to be? Obviously, whatever forward they buy, yeah, is going to change the formation of the teams. Awesome men, if they're going to go for Tony, I don't... It could I, be Harry Kane. There's, it could be Harry Kane. Yeah. But the thing is, is that United have got the season... Where when you do a good season, you've got to build on that season next season yeah. and improve. And teams will be teams will be playing a lower block against them, and they'll be like, "You come on to us and you break us down." United have played one of the lower lines. They play a deeper line than us sometimes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? On average, United play a deeper line than us. Yeah, and we saw what happened when they played a little bit higher. Lisandro, I promise you, once they start clocking on, he doesn't get. Romero treatment. He will do. He will do. Exactly. Exactly. He's going to start getting Romero treatment and they're going to start cocking the bookings. They're going to start... He's too aggressive. And the scraping of his boot down players' faces and side. Oh, he's, he's an aggressive oh, no. guy. He's not getting away with but that Jay, next season. But Jay, I'm going I'm to draw, I'm gonna right. draw you in there. But I'll tell you why. Because you're actually making a point that this United side isn't that good. And that makes it worse for us in the fact that where we are now with a United side that on paper isn't that good, has kind of flattered to deceive. They've won a trophy. They've played some expensive football over a period of time. But on the whole, has deficiencies. Liverpool have had deficiencies. Had a a mad one. He's just been brilliant. Mad purple patch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, finger celebration that my son's doing and everybody's doing right now. People are copying (laughs) and everything. For those who can't see, I'm pointing to my head. (laughs) but it probably makes a worse case for the fact that Spurs are not pushing on, right? So I guess the question is, where do we go from here? Like, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? And you touched on next season already with United. Give me one realistic change for next season. I'm going to start with you, Jimmy. I'm going to say for those two questions, where do we go from here? And one realistic um, change for next season. Okay, where we go from here is whatever we whatever we do. I just want to see more energy level, more 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 passion from the players. Obvious passion on the pitch. Obvious, like I missed that challenge or I miss I made that mistake. 
let me at least look like I'm going to try and make that back. You know, I, I should have got past that player. I should have scored. I should have just, just a bit of passion about the place. It's like they're playing on autopilot. Like, I have to be here. Mm. I have to be here. Right, I have to make this run. Oh, I have to stay back here. It, it seems like they're almost robots. I want to see a bit of passion. That's what that's what I want to see. That's where we that's where I'll go for the rest of the season. Whatever we've been doing before isn't working perfectly. Let's try something a little bit different. But I, with Conte, it's a very stubborn man. I don't see it. it's gonna gonna change. And the one realistic change for next season is a new manager. I didn't want to say it, but he's he's not done what I thought he was gonna do. He's not done it. And I can see the players almost almost folding in on themselves. You know, remember these guys, right? They've always been the most talented people around their place until they get to the premiership. They've been the most talented players in their side. And now it looks like yeah, they don't feel it. They don't feel it. Some could argue it's Enoch. Some could argue that we're never going to, we can get in Pep and it doesn't matter. Um, to Zabri, it, it doesn't matter because of the inherent lack of winning mentality in the establishment. Um, that's one argument, but I take your points, Jimmy. I do take your points. And the energy, I mean, that's what Skippy's there for. He shows the passion. We need the others to show that passion yeah. and desire. Get out and block shots, yeah. put their body on the line and stop turning away and put their hands behind their back. I get their hands behind their back, yeah. but we're so far away from blocking shots. Um, and to your point earlier, yeah, I do think we could have prevented the Sheffield United goal with Dyer, Poro actually making full-on blocks, tackles on that run before he scores. But your point overall, I take, I understand that point. So give me, where do we go from here and one resist, realistic change for next season as well? Okay, so for me, it's with where do we go from here, it's... It's 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 like I, probably similar to what James has said in terms of like the energy and stuff, but it's almost like we go into this state of flux that we've kind of been in for the last few months. That's where we go from here because until it's kind of like shit, I'll get off the toilet, Antonio, and, and it's like the. Uh, Occupado! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just, it's like, it's like we, so we need that cubicle now. Sorry, just, just occupy, use the other one. And it's like, no, it's, you get to a certain point and it's just like, we're, we're in this state of, not apathy, but it's where everybody is coming close to the, the review of your job. I think every, all departure, departments of our club is going to be seriously reviewed this summer, whether by the fans, whether internally, whether this is all coming out. And I think at the moment, people are positioning themselves in terms of want to be on the right side of history. Like with a Conte, this is going to be over in a week or not. Do you see what I mean? If we lose to Milan, there's no... I don't understand why. Why give it? May, literally give it Mason until the end of the season. Like they're not going to do in, that with a man on his sickbed. Yeah. That's the thing. They're not going to do it. What, 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 
you say about the sick back, yeah. Like I'm just saying, like, like the way he's got us playing is sick, <laughs> sick physically, emotionally, and not the street um, slang. Yeah, shit. absolutely. <laughs> Medicine tablets and emotionally, it doesn't. Well, emotionally, it doesn't feel right, does it? Emotionally, oh, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't oh, feel oh, right. Well, it's me. Like as in, like, I, it's just it's flabbergasting how much apathy I have for. I, I'm watching our team play, and I'm like. God, this is terrible. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm watching them and I'm like, this is terrible. Man. And it's like, the Sheffield United game was the most acute one because I'm watching this game and I'm thinking, nah, we, could, nah, we couldn't lose this, could, could we? Because I'm starting to, starting to feel a little bit shaky, you know? And I was like, nah, nah. And then they brought Sander Berg. And it's like, you say, where do we go from here? It's like, the players will put in the requisite amount of effort to not get battered. Yeah? yeah? And everything's exactly. going well. So if you actually look, yeah? If you actually look, really look at the performance we put in against Chelsea, the performance we put in against yeah. West Ham, the performance we put in against See. Sheffield United, and the performance we put in against Wolves, it was the exact same performance. The quality level was about the same across all the games. Yeah? The difference is, against West Ham, we played one great ball. Yeah? Hoiberg. And it got us in. Yeah? Yeah? Kane out-muscled Ogbonna. So, West Ham messed up a duel. Yeah. If Ogbonna doesn't get caught out of position and lose that duel to Kane, we don't score. Against Chelsea, screamer, set-piece. Set-piece. Again. Yeah. Solid, but they offered nothing. They were poor. Now we play a Sheffield United team that's solid and they and they want to win. Hungry and they want to win and they and they get one chance. Wasn't even much, just one chance and we lose. Wolves play them similar context. They get one clear cut chance. Well, they missed the. I think the last four games have been varying degrees of the yeah, same performance no. when you actually inspect the performance levels. I agree. I agree. Yeah, um, Chelsea, were, Chelsea agree. were poor. Chelsea were poor. They were Very poor. West Ham weren't yeah. were much better. It's like those two, they didn't want to win. Like, Sheffield United were desperate. They desperately wanted to win that game. Yeah, Sheffield United yeah, probably They were up. desperate to win that game. <laughs> And we just... Look at Wolves. Look at, James, yeah. look at Wolves. In the second half, they turned off. We, didn't, we want didn't want any part yeah. of it. We wanted no part of that game once we knew the opposition yeah. was ready for it. Yeah, yeah, they were up for so, a fight. No, you're right. You're right. It's like that. I'm remember, just, remember. I'm going to cut you oh, there. Go on, go on. I'm gonna, sorry, I'm going to cut you there. No, two, I'm going to cut you there is because I, I don't want to rehash those games because you're very right in your points, you made your observations. We're a bit automated without the desire and the energy and the passion. And we've made defensive mistakes in the past. We've tightened those up. But if we don't score, we can concede. And and that's very true. Yeah. But you touched on, Jay, you touched on the Sheffield United game. You touched on, you started to feel a bit like, oh, this could go mm. against us. But we shouldn't have been surprised because a year to the day, we lost in the same round to a same level of opponent. Maybe not sitting second mm. in the league, but championship all the same, and it was 1-0. So, history repeated itself. The same manager, Conte. We've now had the winningest manager in Jose, the winningest manager in Conte, 
and done fuck all. Sweet FA, let's be honest, right? You touched on this review time, Jay. Now, how far does that review go? You mentioned the fans are going to review stuff. I don't think I'm renewing my season ticket next year. Like, mm-hmm. Lero's almost checked out. Lero's almost telling his children to pick any team mm-hmm. right now. Wow. And I'm not far off. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the youngest one of mine hasn't really got a team, although he's not been indoctrined yet. His mum trying to indoctrinate him the other way. Um, yeah, the middle yeah, one like and that. the eldest one, they're sorted. <laughs> but what can I say to him now? I can't say much to him now. So a question for both of you. What would it take for you to stop, stop supporting Spurs? I'll go first. Is that even feasible? I'll go first. Go on. Death. Death. <laughs> so you don't support, like so, but that. you wouldn't support them in your death? Is that what you're saying to me? Listen, right? <laughs> I support two sides. Yeah, only two. Yeah. One, Tottenham. The second side I support is whoever's playing Arsenal. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Those yeah. are the two <laughs> sides I support. That's, that's it. the tea. For that's, that's the tea. Forever, it's piping hot. That's it. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing. You can't change. And anyone who does change, anyone who does change, (laughs) I now do not see that person as human. You you are no longer (laughs) part of... You are just basically basically donor parts for other people who deserve to live. Because what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? You can't change your team. That's madness. That's absolute madness. Very strong words, very, strong. very clear, strong very words. concise. Yeah, you swap, you're no longer, you're dead to me. I do not think anyone can misinterpret what you're saying. <laughs> Fair enough. Jay, what about you? Um, I, I'd like to say death, but I, I, I kind of feel like if we ever got like, you know, like a Venkis type owner that really stripped the club, yeah. like if we got like a Mike Ashley type, I don't think I'd stop supporting them. Actually, you know what? I don't think there's any real, like, honestly, because when we were when we were playing Gary Doherty up front, that was a real low point. Well, Gary Doherty was the moment I had for a very low point. When I saw him in the FA Cup semi-final, you must have seen the same sky. I was trying to show people. I've got like a 20... I've got like 22-year-old, 23-year-old friends and I try to explain to them how bad Gary Doherty was. Yeah. And there's a clip on YouTube, oh, which is oh, so great. I don't know oh. if you've ever if you've ever seen no, it. I haven't. It's, I think we give, uh, we're playing Arsenal and he gives away a penalty. I know, I remember I the penalty. Remember I remember the yeah, penalty yeah. yeah, so he makes one of the worst tackles mm. I've ever seen. Ref says play on. There's no way on God's green earth the ref shouldn't give a penalty. Mm. And when I say 12 seconds later, yeah, he makes another even oh. worse tackle <laughs> and gives away a penalty. Remember. I always oh, show man. all like, younger people. I'm like, this is... Because that level of, like, I can't even... After this, go and watch it because you can't... It's like I blocked it wow. out of my head. But... It's it's an incompetence level that even Mustafi in his worst moment couldn't do. Like on like yeah. Titus Bramble, no, couldn't do it. It's Titus. it's staggering like incompetence. Yeah, listen, listen. Oh, I, 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 listen, I, listen, I'm 
So I, I, I mean, I could have picked Caucasian yeah. football. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. No, no. The only reason I say Titus is because he was a good friend of ours, almost brother-in-law. At the yeah, time, so. no. That's um, true. That's true. That's true. I like that guy. He got, he's another one who got like, he done his thing, you know. Like, um, and I don't want to go into race too much in this and that. It's just there was a number of defenders at the time that were making mistakes. It was like a change of style of play. It was a. I remember when John Stones was making mistakes like nobody's yeah, business. Ball, yeah. But they they but they they write they didn't write no. stones off. No. They didn't say oh stones can't defend no, at the highest level. We all know yeah, the narrative. He's, he's oh yeah mistakes yeah. will happen exactly. when you're a ball playing centre back, yeah. you know? It, it, these things happen. Don't worry about it. Yeah. They'll come good. And all it took was four fifty million pound centre back yeah. partners <laughs> and eventually he found one that he resonated <laughs> with. <laughs> no Oh yeah, by the way, you know I said, right, that um in premiership football that, you know, these players were probably the best in their school. I think Doherty's one of the ones where he wasn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Maybe that's the exception to the rule. <laughs> you know yeah, who I met the other day? We brought as a centre-back, didn't we? Stuart Negvacott, huh? <laughs> but what? Yeah, but like, remember, like, he was a half centre-back. They started saying he was a striker because he was so yeah. bad at centre-back. <laughs> they were literally like, oh, we need to repurpose No, 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 no. It wasn't. Like, it like, wasn't repurposed. We need to keep him as far away from the defence as possible. Because if he's away <laughs> from our, our penalty box, he can't give away any more penalties. <laughs> well, the, the funniest, no, but the funniest thing was, it was never mentioned as a striker Ever. at any point until one day yeah. he was a striker. Yeah, he scored a couple was of goals, Chris though. Sutton? Chris Sutton did that, didn't he? No, he went back. He, yeah, went, yeah, he went the other he way. He went the other way, didn't yeah, he? He went the other yeah, way. Reverse. Paul Warhurst. Paul Warhurst went the other Warhurst, way. Yeah, Warhurst, yeah, Warhurst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, but he just like back, played the know, same yeah. way, both, 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 both positions. He just looks like he was sprinting the whole time. He did, that man never <laughs> yeah, jogged. Yeah, no, never jogged. <laughs> well, listen, listen, I'm going to give us one more before we wrap up. Like, it's been fun. But you've, you've gone... Back, we've gone back, we've gone forward, we've gone back, and we've gone way back. So it may not be so far back. Um, Jay, I think I know Jay's one. But what's like? We're in crises, but we're still fourth. I know. We're in crises. Mm-hmm. We've got this billion-pound stadium. I know it's not about the stadium. We're in crisis, We've still got Harry Kane. We're in crises. We could finish in the Champions League spaces and go on a Champions League run, and who knows what could happen there. But it feels really bad. It feels like a very bad time that we'll look back on and probably say this is the beginning of the end. Like you say, Jake, we're in review. So if this is going to be one of our worst periods, mm-hmm. is it the worst, or can you think of your worst Spurs? period or moment or game? Well, wow. I mean, if we're saying worst games, worst games, like, it's funny because, you know, I, I, I to an extent might not even put Zagreb in that game because, you know, when I was watching the Zagreb game, right, apart from the fact that the, ref, the, the manager was in prison, <laughs> oh. which was, I just thought that was a nice addition. It was just, it just, <laughs> It just added to the Spursy oh. aspect of the result. Like, their manager's in prison. Like, how do you lose to a team whose manager's in He's prison? He's got a mobile in it there. He's out. got a mobile. He's got a burner in there. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, in that game, but in the game, like, it's sometimes you say, ah, you know what? 
that was a bit of a ridiculous hat trick, you know. Awesome, like, you know when you like when the goals are just daft. It's like that's just that's just sick. This guy could do that again if he tried. If, if, if he stole his wife's kid, it's like score those three goals again. He could not do it like at all. So. But the the Newcastle game, last game of the season when we needed to finish up with Arsenal, Portsmouth oh. Cup, when yeah. when when when, oh. when I couldn't believe the performance. I was saying before um, to uh, about um, the Everton game, Everton four yeah. one, one FA Cup, FA Cup. yeah, yeah ninety four, yeah. yeah. I was like, because I was, I just started, I was, I was telling days before, I, I just started supporting Spurs and Klinsmann and stuff, and I I just I just felt we were better than Everton. I was just we like, I, I thought we were better yeah. than them. I think we actually yeah. were better than them. But somehow on that day, they absolutely smacked. I'll remember it for, like I'm a catchy. Just I'll honestly remember that game for the rest Apparently, of my life because I was I was so certain even, we were yeah, going to the he final. He wasn't even supposed to come on. The guy, the guy called for a substitute and he just rocked up. And by the time he knew <laughs> what was happening, he was on the pitch. Seriously, okay. Apparently, that's a story. <laughs> He wasn't supposed to be the sub. Oh, man. Why does that sound like a Spurs? Yeah, it? <laughs> no, yeah. What about, what about yours, Mine, Jimmy? I was in the stadium watching when we were 3-0 up at half-time against Manchester United. 5-3, Stephen uh, Cargo. Mate. Oh, mate. It was, um, wasn't it oh, Christian yeah, Seager diving header? One of the goals. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it was... Um, mm. It was horrific. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> and you know what? Even, oh. even, even, right? I think one of the worst, the most Spursy thing, right, we must have ever done in our lives, right? And this isn't even that important. But it kind of hurt me, right? When we were in the Conference League, we got knocked out by COVID. You know what I mean? We didn't yeah. even play a game. We got knocked out by COVID. Who else but Spurs could get knocked out of a European competition Sorry. by COVID? Yeah. Can I can I just add to to my terrible games? It it just came to like, that's why you saw my yeah. reaction. You, like, did, you, oh. you did um when you soccer was, Saturday. There's a goal. Yeah, yeah. There's a goal. Um, do you remember when we lost to City with ten men? Yeah, yeah. being three yeah. up as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, three nil up. Yeah, three nil up, and we lost four three to, to yeah. ten men. City. Yeah, not even a good that city. Let's a... let's put this in perspective for anybody who's a bit younger than us. It wasn't. Any kind of money, city. This was. Yeah, this was this, I don't even remember the guy who scored the win. I think John Macken. Oh, yeah, John yeah, Macken. It was John Macken. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Why? Yeah, I, I forgot about that. I had wiped that from yeah. my memory. Why is that bad? Why is <laughs> Honestly, that bad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was was that Stuart Pearce's oh, side? Oh man, could have been. Could have been, yeah. been. Yeah, three new up. Ten men city at home ended up losing four three. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's that's not right. Man, look, I mean, listen, I had a season ticket through the through through the mid mid to late nineties, right? And mm. there were some poor sides. Oh my days! When you mm. you said earlier, William Corston, Iverson. But can I just say, off. William Corston, I thought was a great signing. He just got injured. <laughs> He never did yeah. anything for us. No, was he nothing. a great signing because he was a great signing, or was he a great signing because he was he was like that that flavor from con- from the continent? No, it was that. It was that. It was that. that. And he had a left foot, or, and he had a left foot, and he scored goals. You know, sometimes yeah. I played Champions um, Football Manager, 
and I'm 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 yeah. trying to remember the best players, and sometimes I'm saying names of regents. You know, <laughs> they don't actually exist. I think William Corston's one of those. <laughs> He's actually a regent. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. actually exist. So that player Arsenal bought? He was just a, a a mad wonder kid in Championship manager. And they bought him like ten years later. They bought him ten years later, and he's rubbish. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they did, they did, they did. Listen, don't listen, don't because because if we get into that, I, I always used to think that in Lewis oh, Holtz, we, we had the next. Ah, uh, I had him. Ah, uh, he was amazing, and he was absolutely no, terrible. Ah, uh, he tried hard. Guys. He tried hard. He ran around. He ran around a bit. This this is this is disappointing and fun in the fact that we've got so many vivid worst memories oh, so um, many. about our you team. Um, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. But do you, I'm going to summarize it for me. I guess there are two things. Like there's so many bad bad defeats. Arsenal, like, Arsenal celebrating on our pitch. That was yeah. bad. But there's so many. Opportun- missed opportunities, I think. Mm. The missed opportunities are the ones oh, the that really burn me. Like, mm. losing to a Zagreb, like, Orsic hat-trick randomly. The random Ooh, nature oh. of some of the things that have happened. Mm. The, um, I, feel, I feel like Juventus 16-17 was particularly painful. Yeah, that one as well, when we were in our pomp and 2-1, and it was just like, they didn't even play. Oh, they just why, and why it's, and then if you think we've got the record for the most semi-final defeats oh. in a row, and you've touched on some of those, the Newcastle, the Everton, obviously a couple of times to the scum oh, down the road. Ninety-three, and, ouch. Yeah, it's been others, and it's just like those are the ones that scar me because we were we were. Um, the FA Cup team, yeah. right? We were the le- the record holders. We were. When we won it in 91, we'd gone clear of Aston Villa and won eight times. And then ever since then, we fumbled the bag. Um, so yeah. pick any one of those semi-finals. Oh, hold on, are you going to call uh, but... what we're doing fumbling? <laughs> <laughs> That's a weak word, man. We have it's, it's... we have slammed the bag right? <laughs> 50 yards I've away from where my... we should have had it. I've channeled my best club now. Yeah, yeah. We fling the bag. But I'm going to leave it here. I'm going to leave it here. The worst Spurs moment for me is when I see, I saw, and I think I was at the game, and I saw Alton Farewell partner Anthony Gardner. Oh, ouch. And it was at that point I was like, this is not good. Um, but I'm sure, listen, no, no. listeners, if you've got your worst moments, sorry, Jimmy, but if you've got your worst moments, listen, hit us up on the Twitter because I'm sure we've missed oh. a bag load, oh. a full 10 suitcases worth. <laughs> but I just want to say at this point, listen, guys, it's been, you've actually brought some humour to me. You've actually helped me. This has been therapy and I'm sure we've helped each other Yeah, because it does feel like a bad spot at the moment. I mean, we could record this next week and we have beaten... Milan yeah. mm-hmm. won our next league game. Yeah, Brighton, Liverpool, uh, Newcastle lose, and then we're like, "Oh, things are looking up again." That is the Jekyll and Nature hide of this team and this season thus yeah. far. That's true. Um, so that could all happen, and obviously the reverse could all happen um, as well. But 
it's been fun. And guys, you know where we're at. If you want to like and subscribe, please do so. We encourage you to do so and do all those things that podcast podcasters tell you to do. Five-star ratings because we only give you five-star content or something like that, Kovner says when he's go. here and not 007 in. Um, new cities, I'm going to hit you next week. I'm just going to say, Jay, thank you very much for your refreshing viewpoint. Yeah, Mancunian accent. Yeah, welcome, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it. Hey, what's going on? Love. Thank yeah. you, and hopefully you'll be back next week. Jimmy, thank you yeah. as always. Hey, refreshing views. Always as well. fun, man. Always fun. Always good. But misery loves company. You get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. I don't know if I'm doing this. So, Lero, Carl, Kwabna, um, you missed this therapy session. Um, I, for one, enjoyed it. Lero, as you're not here, we're still going to ask you to do what you do. Please run the outro. Can't be without you.